What's up, everybody? Forgive me for being late. Um, <laughs> but I do want to welcome you to another great episode of Wrestling With My Thoughts. Uh, I had some personal things that I was attending to uh, and was late. Actually, I had something being delivered. It should have been here uh, quite a while ago. However, they failed me. So uh, that's what I was waiting on. Kill Switch, what's going on, man? Thank you for joining Give me just a second. I'm going to get Kurt on here. Bear with me one second. <clears throat> Hope everybody had a great week and is having a great weekend before you start the work week on Monday. Oh, man. Did everybody enjoy? Of course, I know you can't answer me. Well, you can answer me in the chat, but I uh, hope everybody enjoyed Elimination Chamber last night. Um Ah, kill switch. I think I know who you are now. <laughs> Sorry about that. But um yeah, we'll be discussing the uh WWE Elimination Chamber this evening. Uh we're going to review the entire event. Uh we're not going to review um any old wrestling tonight because we're going to spend some time on the uh on the Elimination Chamber. And we're also going to be talking about the apparent retirement of one Bobby Roode. Uh, ran across that on yesterday, so we're going to be talking about that today. Um, also, there's some news about uh, Raquel Rodriguez. Um, I don't know if you guys paid attention last night, but there was something off about uh, the look of Raquel Rodriguez. Um I know, uh, I know one of the uh, listeners, uh, the world famous Hill Club, hit me up last night and was curious if I knew what was going on with her eye, and I was going to wait until the show today to address it, but um, we won't go into too much uh, detail right now. Uh, save that for when Kurt gets on and we talk about it. Um, but uh, yeah, there was something going on, and I had another friend of the show. Um, Mr. Adam Vance reach out to me and provide me some information on that, which I'll be revealing a little bit later on. Uh, tonight, it is supposed to be just Kurt and I. Uh, Brandon will not be joining us tonight. Brandon had some personal things that he needed to attend to. So uh, it'll be just Kurt and I going at it tonight. Uh, let me see if I can get him back on here again. <clears throat> see back up here uh let's see uh give me just a second kill switch um <laughs> and uh let me find out what's going on with kurt folks i apologize uh last week as you know we did have some technical difficulties we actually jumped on the show at 705 last last week uh however kurt had some technical issues with his microphone and, and gear set up there. So we had to uh, end that one and then come back about 7.15 and actually do the show. Uh, then when I tried to upload last week's show, ran into some issues there. I'm not sure exactly what was going on, but I had to reach out uh, to Podbean uh, to give me a little bit of a hand with that. And things finally got resolved. Um, I still don't know if the issue was on my end or if it was on the end of Podbean. But no matter, we got it uh, uploaded, 
last week's show is available for replay if you haven't heard it yet. Check in again. There's Kurt. What's going on, man? I was just about to hit you up again. How you doing? I'm good, man. How about yourself? Doing good. All right, man. Uh, yeah, I was just going on, uh, going through everything with everybody. Told them what we'll be talking about tonight. Um, talking about um, Elimination Chamber, Bobby Roode, uh, Raquel Rodriguez, and uh, whatever else we decide to fit in, <laughs> in on this show like we do. Uh, how's your week? How's your week? Doing good. Good, good, good. I, uh, I, I was a bit late getting on myself by a couple of minutes because I, I had something delivered here, and it was supposed to deliver a, a while ago, but they got delayed for whatever reason, and it finally got here about the time that uh, we were going to start the show. So, And, man, I am having a drink of something tonight that I have not had in a long time. Um, I that? found somebody. Somebody that had uh, not your father's root beer. And so I got one of those cracked open right now, taking a sip while we record. So I like that. Say what? I've heard that before, but never had one. Oh man, you, uh, they're hard to find now. They used to be um, fairly abundant, but I don't know if sales slowed down or what, but they're hard to find now. now. So, but uh Make sure we'll get you something, man. Taste it. If you if you like root beer, I think you'll like, and you like beer beer, I think you'll like this. Um, so, uh, Kill Switch, I like that name before we start. I like that name, Kill Switch. <laughs> um, that is a friend of the show that uh, I don't know if he wants me to go into detail as to why Kill Switch is on tonight and not the regular gentleman. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, uh, Nasi, thank you for joining the show. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, it'll just be Kurt and I this evening. And, oh, so Hill Club is live in the building now. <laughs> I'm not even going to ask what happened here, Hill Club. Um, Kurt, did did you want to bring him on this evening in the absence of uh, Brandon? Or Sorry to put you on the spot there. I should have asked that beforehand. But um, if, wanna... if he's okay with it, then we can bring him on if he's okay with it. Okay, and um, I'm getting a little bit of feedback on my end, like I'm hearing an echo. Not now, I was just a second ago. Um, Hill Club, I'm going to get you in here. Uh, request to join the, the show, sir. All right, there he is. What's going on, man? Oh, good evening, gentlemen. All right. <laughs> Uh, well, you know, you can ask the host of the show what happened earlier and everything, but it's been a hectic day. <laughs> but, hey, I'm on here now, so let's get it off. Go in here, shall we? All right. Did, uh, did you have a chance to watch uh, Elimination Chamber Hill Club? I saw the highlights after I went on there, and I was yeah, like, yeah, I was, I fell asleep after two thirty in the morning. I was like, "There's no way I'm going to be up for this." <laughs> but, I mean, damn, five in the morning for a pay per view! Like, holy crap! You know, I hope everybody else is up. I said, I said I wasn't going to put myself out there like this, but y'all want to know what I did after the men's elimination chamber match. <laughs> I cut the show off, thinking that was the main event. Was the main event. Completely forgot about Rhea Ripley and Nia Jax. <laughs> <laughs> Com- 
And I'm I'm sitting here, and, and of course I'm getting updates from Bleacher Report, and it mentioned uh, Rhea Ripley and Nia Jax. I'm like, oh shit, I did. <laughs> I so did forget about that match. So I'm sitting here, and that match go off Rhea Ripley and Nia. So I'm sitting here waiting on okay, the next match. Forgetting <laughs> that was the main event, and I stay here for like 20 minutes. Like, what what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad I wasn't the only one that had some uh, mental issues there. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> all these reruns, I'm like, what's the next match? And I'm like, that, that, that was the main event. Yeah, so I went back and watched it yesterday afternoon. Um, I got up at 4.30 and came in here and watched. Uh, I was able to catch the Kabuki Warriors taking on Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell for the women's tag team titles. Yeah, I saw that one and everything. I was like, wow. I didn't even think that they were on. because of, what, Was that the pre-show before the pay-per-view? Yeah, the the, paper, uh, the, paper, the pre-show started at 4 o'clock. Yeah. And I just got up at 4.30 to give myself time to get awake and whatnot. So. <laughs> Would you just set your alarm for it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did actually. I did. I said I had to set my alarm for it. For it, otherwise I would have slept right through. <laughs> Sitting up four thirty in the morning, and and my niece was with us uh, for part of the weekend, and she came through here about, I guess about five thirty six o'clock, and looked at me, and I looked at her. I'm like, I'm up watching the pay per view. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, so. Let's go ahead and get started. Um, well, first of all, Hill Club, how was your week? I mean, I know you said it's been a tough week, but outside of the, the problems, everything else okay? Oh, yeah. You know, it's just, you know, one day after another, and you wake up and everything, and you're like, thank God you're awake the next day and everything. Go through the battles. But, hey, it's life. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. And it was it was pretty chill here this week. Um Nothing much going on. I got out for a little while, and uh, I'm telling you, man, I'm getting more and more used to using the cane, and uh, it's it's amazing that people just it, they part like the Red Sea when they see you in the store. They think, like, yeah, <laughs> like they get out of the way, and I'm so thankful that way. I'm not bumping into anybody, but um, my uh, my worst enemy though is the wet floor signs. Um, so I'm thankful I've got the cane now to kind of fill those out, but I can't tell you how many wet floor signs I've knocked over, um, having, not having seen them. So yeah. And, and Kurt, Kurt got a, uh, got a taste of just how bad my hearing is getting when he called me for the pre-cane. Kurt was letting me know that the link wasn't working. And I said, Hey, how you doing? How was your week? <laughs> So, and Kurt must have been saying, oh, my God, how many times? Do I need to steal Jimmy Hart's megaphone? <laughs> I think uh, I think Kurt's used to it by now. He just overlooks it and knows to keep rolling. <laughs> um, yeah. I read this week that, uh, that Bobby Roode, we've, we've kind of been, or at least I have, I've been wondering where he was, and I knew he had gotten injured, but, you know, he's he's been gone a while. So uh, this week I saw a report that said, um, and it quoted Bobby Roode as saying that he will never uh, wrestle full time ever again. Oh. 
right now uh, he's working in a producer role or agent uh, in in WWE and says that he's enjoying that, having a good time doing that. Now, if that means he'll come back for a one-off or something, I, I don't know. But, um, Kurt, what do you think about that, man? Unofficial retirement. Um, don't know that we'll get an actual retirement match from him. I think he's done a lot of years in wrestling, and he knows when his body is saying, hey, I, I can't do that no more, and I don't need to do it anymore. Yeah, and I, I'm not sure what this last injury he had was, so it, it may have been, you know, a case of, you know what, I'm done with this. This injury was bad enough. I'm old enough. I've, I, Like you said, he's done a lot. So uh, what about you, Hill Club? What do you think uh, about um, about the retirement? Well, we don't know. Uh, I guess he hasn't said anything um, outright about re- retiring, but uh, – what do you think about this possibly being his unofficial retirement? Uh, if this is possibly his official or unofficial retirement, and I think he's done, oh my God, he's done a lot of work in TNA wrestling over the years. I mean, he's had uh, numerous times of staples that he was with and tag teams. In, in coming to the WWE, he only had one big break and that was NXT and he comes to the main roster and he was paired up with uh, Chad Gable, Dolph Ziggler and everything. They really didn't do much for him in the big time roster here except what? Grab the United States title. Everybody has held that in the United States title. And Robert, if he's finally saying, you know what? I think I've proven enough for my wrestling career, then you know what? Let him work in the back, help out with people and everything. And maybe if he does have one final match, he'll come back. But, you know, he's done a lot of work. And he's known for the greatest tag team in TNA history. So, hey, why not sound off and go up and let someone else take your spot? Yeah, and and I think with that experience that he has, um, he he's excellent in that role of producer backstage. Um, I think he he reminds me a lot of Arn Anderson um, in the yeah. sense that the way he carries himself, the whole nine yards. He, he was a little more animated than Arn is or was, but um, just his wrestling IQ and, and the career he's had, I think that he will be very, very good in that role as producer. I definitely think he has a lot of, experience and knowledge to pass on to some of these younger guys yeah it's funny how you mentioned that and everything compared him to Arn anderson because in tna he was known as the canadian enforcer Arn anderson as we know is the enforcer from the horseman days so i guess that's a good comparison to have with rude and Arn anderson himself yeah i i think i think it's unfortunate that it was so late that he came over um mm. I mean, I think every wrestler in professional wrestling right now, I mean, obviously WWE is the big stage. Um, and I think everybody wants to to test their metal, so to speak, on that grand stage. And I just think it's unfortunate that he came over at a, later in his career. But you know what? I say that, but then so did AJ Styles. Um, yeah. But, I, you know, I don't know, man, if it if it if it is actually him retiring 
Um, I wish him well. It would be um, nice to see a retirement match, but in WWE, <laughs> honestly, I don't know who I would put him up against for a retirement exactly. match. Exactly. Who, who would you? Because Ziggler's gone. Chad Gable, you're going to pet him in there, a former tag partner. You don't have – maybe – Maybe AJ, I would think, because they both were in TNA together. They started off together, and then they both come here. That would probably be his retirement match. I would if it was me, I would stray away from a retirement match and just nobody seen him for quite a long time. Just let it go. You know what? Mm. It that actually makes more sense than anything, Kurt, because like you say, he's – and I don't mean it the way it's going to sound, but he's kind of – faded away from the, the wrestling conscious right now. Um, so, yeah, it'd be kind of weird to have him come back right now. And, and Yeah. So, was he at Rand WCW, Kurt? I can't remember. I don't think so. I think he was in just TNA, and then, you know, he had a long run there, and then he went to WWE. Yeah. And I thought, I thought they shitted on him by putting him in NXT. I thought he was a big enough star, in my opinion. To be on the main roster, I didn't like that move at all. Yeah, I, 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 I agree. I agree. I mean, he should have been up there beforehand. But. Yeah, I, I definitely think he – I mean, because AJ didn't go to, to NXT, and I think he was just as much uh, of a star as AJ is. Uh, I, th- I think AJ was a bigger star, but I think Bobby earned his stripes to where he deserved to be on the main roster. And not same, same. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I don't so that, disagree. That, I think they shit on him with that. That never should have happened at all. I thought I thought that was a bad move on him. And and I think and this just my opinion. I think Vince, because he was so involved back then, had a lot to do with that. Just not seeing Bobby as a star and put him in NXT where he should have been on in the, on the main roster. Right, because it took him so long to be on the main roster, and look what happened there. I think he didn't really have like a big push. Yeah, not at all, not at all. So, but then when they did push him, he was U.S. champion for a minute. But he should have went to to the main roster right off the rip, not going to NFC at all. I agree. Yeah. I thought that I, agree. I thought that diminished his name and just pushed him down the ladder a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think showing up without any fanfare, no music, just kind of walking out. And, uh, you know, I think that exactly. was a good way to in- introduce him because, quite frankly, I am getting sick to death of intro music playing before somebody runs in. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I-, I say on here all the time that it's the little things that make the difference. To me, if somebody's getting jumped on, and I know I'm kind of going off on an unplanned tangent here, but um, if somebody's getting jumped on, and somebody else, uh, a baby face or another heel faction or whatever is running out there to, to help you out. There shouldn't be any, any intro music. Um, but anyway, I digress. Um, yeah, bring it back to the old days when they just ran out of there without the intro music and they didn't think who was coming out. Yeah, absolutely, man. They, they've um, they ruined the element of surprise. Um, absolutely. If, and, then when the music, and when the music plays, they dumbasses look up and just stop. Like, come on, man. Yeah. Are we really serious about this? Yeah, with the faces and like, oh, no. Don't let him come out. No. Stop it. Yeah, I mean, and, it's, and it's not only that. The fans <laughs> stop paying attention to what's going on in the ring, and they watch yeah. the person enter. Yeah. So, I don't oh. know. That's just me. But 
Um, another thing I took note of, it's um, it's the second WWE pay-per-view, and there's uh, no sign of Jade Cargill. So I'm, I'm going to assume she's either going to make her debut at WrestleMania or after WrestleMania. Um, Hill Club, what are your thoughts on Jade not being introduced? Well, she's... She's been seen, but the only action uh, we've seen of her in WWE is at the Royal Rumble. Um, when do you think she'll make her debut? Well, now that they're on the road to WrestleMania, if she gets paired up with somebody, I guess they would have a match. But right now, the women's titles for both brands are pretty much set. I mean, where are you going to put her? Who are you going to have a matchup with? Charlotte's hurt. You're going to have her with against Bianca Belair. Belair. Well, that would probably be a good matchup because they're both strong. They're both equal. But if not at Mania, I think maybe the Raw after Mania or SmackDown after Mania, she'll probably pop up. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. What about you, Kurt? What do you, what do you think uh, on in terms of her debut? Um, should they have already debuted or when do you think it's going to be? <laughs> So this is what I thought. I thought they missed the boat by not doing it, but I was like, if they're not going to involve her now and not make her lose, make a lot of sense to me to just leave her off and just wait a minute and let let WrestleMania play out and then put her in the storyline on whoever wins after that to have a, a longer storyline. So I kind of agree with what they're doing now. Okay. Mm. I, I really didn't know what to think. Um, I I will say we had the conversation when we first heard that she signed. Um, I did think that her stay in, in NXT, or not in NXT, in, at the Performance Center, um, would, would be kind of a lengthy one. Not because she's not talented, but just to get used to the quote-unquote WWE style. Um, WWE uses bigger rings. Um, there's a certain, there's a certain way they want you to wrestle, um, which is much better than what AEW does more than more on that in a moment. But, um, yeah, I, I think that maybe, you know, maybe in the, in the Rhea Ripley match, uh, at Mania, uh, maybe she'll come out and challenge. I don't know, but, um, I kind of like the anticipation building. Um, cause I thought she was going to be in the elimination chamber. I thought she was going to be mm. there to be determined. So that would have been nice for her if she was in, but then again, you're going to let her lose and let Becky win. No, I don't think that's why I read a few weeks ago. And that's why I said, I kind of agree on what they did, but I not have her lose. Cause you can't bring her up a hype rubber, have her lose right away. Right. Yeah. Right. So leaving her out now and just let WrestleMania play out and then the dust settle and then put her right in line on whoever wins, I think that's the right move, and I think that's what they're going to do. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see. Now, I said there's more to come on that in a minute when I when I referenced the AEW. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if, if you two saw my post in uh, – in the group. In oh, the, yeah. Yeah. I was like, like, oh, no. I, I, I cannot. I can't. Um, folks, if, in case you don't know what I'm talking about, I uh, we have a Facebook group. Uh, please give us a, a follow. Uh, the Wrestling With My Thoughts podcast group on Facebook. 
Uh, we're also on Instagram. Please look us up. Um, but I put a post in there on Wednesday night that uh, I don't remember exactly what it said, but I'm frustrated watching AEW. And I think I'm just about done with it. Done with it. Because, uh, I, I mean, <laughs> nothing makes sense. Uh, they start every show with a 20 to 30 minute match. Uh, every wrestler, every match rather, has the at least one or two things in every match. The, the whole, yeah. I chop you, yeah. you chop me, I chop you. That happens every fucking time. In every How many match. DDTs were in a match? <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's, it's ridiculous. When Orange Cassidy comes out, and I've made my feelings known about Orange Cassidy. By the way, I, I said the other day in, on, hey. on social media that I think I figured out what the issue is and, and why I don't like Orange Cassidy. Or I shouldn't, this say, is the blonde, I shouldn't yeah. say that doesn't it doesn't necessarily describe why I don't like him, but I think why he rubs fans like myself and Kurt the wrong way is he was he joined uh, Conrad and Tony Schiavone on on an episode of What Happened When, and he said <laughs> this may shock a lot, and this these are his words this may shock a lot of people out there, but I didn't grow up watching a whole lot of wrestling. My my, the light went off on my god damn it. That explains a lot of it. The second thing <laughs> is, he fell in love with wrestling watching WCW. I think it was Stampede two thousand, whatever it was. It was a pay per view in two thousand, and we we all know how bad WCW was in two thousand. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. just go ask Hogan. <laughs> so I'm like, you know what? This explains everything to me. This is why, in my opinion, he doesn't get it. And I was just about to say before going off on that, that when, when he comes out there and does a match, he does the same match every time. And we've said on this show before, Ric Flair does too. But Ric Flair may do the same things in a match, but he switches it up and you never know when it's coming. With Orange Cassidy, it's paint by numbers. With a lot of these wrestlers in AEW, their matches on TV, it's paint. You, it, you can see them setting up it's choreography it's it's not a simulated fight um kurt am i, am I making any sense you're making a lot of sense yeah i um uh, yeah i i don't think i'll uh i'll be watching i can't say that because i still have to kind of report on people but i don't think i'll be watching it week in and week out like i didn't even tune in to collision this saturday no to clear uh, quote unquote what you said i hate AEW. period i mean it's none of the shit they do makes sense no they make they're making the ftr look like a fucking jobbers i'm like what the fuck is going on yeah, and and maybe it makes no sense at all. Maybe it's just me and me, and maybe I'm looking in too deeply into it, and I know I'm biased. But FTR looks like they're just going through the motions. They're not happy and just all right. We're here. We're getting no, exactly, exactly. And I'm like, and the, the one thing I want to wonder, I'm like, okay, once the dude got in trouble for the DUR, whatever, whatever he went through, did they not just they ask? Okay, let's have lesser dates and not being more involved. I'm like, what's going on here? Yeah. Cause that's, yeah. that's when it seemed like it happened. Like after that happened, it's like they took the titles off of them right after that. 
and they just been less involved in what's going on. Yeah, it, it's, I I don't know what's going on. Know what's going on. on. They're they're still it's bad. It's just bad. Yes, yes, and we, we we've covered it before. We've said it before. It's kind of like beating a dead horse. But Tony Khan is booking the show the same way, or I assume it seems to be that he's booking these shows the same way he booked his efit. And there's there's no there's no long term storytelling. There's no there's no storytelling at all. It's uh, just hey, here's a match, and I've gone off before about John Moxley. I don't need to revisit that. Um, and like I said before too, I don't like how the young bucks look now. They, they look like they're they're not really entertaining anymore. It's like there's something up there, you know. Behind on what they look like. Well, I mean, and, and then it's not only that. This whole thing with with them and uh, Sting and Darby. Darby cut right. a promo on them, and like it was a great promo, but you shouldn't cut that promo. No, <laughs> because all Absolutely. you did was make AEW look bad and make WWE look good. Yeah, and did anybody see Warlord's uh, promo when he was out there? He rephrased the best in the world. Really? Like, really? You're thinking a, a promo that Punk usually says all the time, too? I, I know, man. I just, I found myself Wednesday night watching it, like, fussing at the TV. <laughs> and, and I haven't done that in a long time. But I was so frustrated, I finally just cut it off. I just, I mean, you can't make sense of anything. They've got, they really don't have anybody there that I'm interested in watching wrestle. I, I can't think of anyone right now. And Kurt, is there anybody in AEW right now that, that you want, you've just got to see their matches? <laughs> Well, the dog's chiming in, saying apparently he Yeah, the dog's know. always chiming in. <laughs> All right. Uh, that dog really don't like AEW. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. But uh, so what about you, Hill Club? Is, is, there, is there anyone in AEW right now that you feel like you, you can't miss? Nope. <laughs> Simple as that. Nope. Not one person. The only person that we're all kind of missing, I think, is probably uh, someone who is not on and was a former champion, uh, Mr. Maxwell Jacob Freeman. So whenever he comes back, I think maybe the fans will, you know, be lighting up a little bit more. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Um, I, I don't think that the payoff for MJF and Adam Cole is going to be worth this long of a wait. Um, and that's just my opinion. Uh, I'm, I'm not a huge Adam Cole fan anyway. It seems like I shit on everybody that's an AEW. Yeah, you do, a, you do Cole, you do the Bucks, you do Kenny Omega, you do who else? Uh, let's see. I can name a few other people, Wardlow and everybody like that. Darby. <laughs> You know, of course I like Sting, but I, I think Sting should have hung it up a long time ago. 
but um yeah i, I just that that to me is a testament to what they've done in AEW which is a whole lot of nothing um i like christian and at one point i thought christian was doing the best work he's ever done but then and this is probably an unpopular opinion I think that slowed down it's once Edge got there. Once Edge got there. Or Adam Copeland got there. Yeah. I, I, I don't like the way they handled that. Uh, speaking of Adam Copeland in, in eight what is your opinion on, on his as of right now, short? Yeah, Club, get your mic. Yeah, yeah, he's interrupting the show, man. Sorry about that, y'all. Um... But uh, what do you think about um, Adam Copeland Edge's tenure there in AEW? It's been okay, but I, I what I envisioned would have been a lot better on what they put together right now. I hundred percent agree with you. Um, to me, the only thing I would uh, well, you said it was all right, so yeah, I'll, I'll agree with that. I was going to say I, I think it was a bit lack, lackluster, but that that and. All right, or about the same thing. I I haven't enjoyed much of it. Uh, yeah. Certainly would have thought it would have been bigger than it was. So, all right. Um, let's check out. Uh, let's go ahead and review um, the uh, the WWE Elimination Chamber. Um, as I said, I got up at four thirty. I was able to catch the Kabuki Warriors taking on Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell. Um, the Kabuki Warriors retain. And Bleacher Report gave this match a B minus. I would probably give it the same thing. Um, uh, either a C plus or B minus. Um, did you have a chance to see this one, Kurt? I did not. I missed this match altogether. All right. No big deal. It's, like I said, it was part of the pre-show. So we kicked off Elimination Chamber in Perth, Australia, uh, with the Women's Elimination Chamber match. Um First out was Becky Lynch, then Naomi, uh, and then uh, Tiffany Stratton, Liv Morgan, Raquel Rodriguez, and Bianca Belair. Uh, Becky Lynch and Naomi started it off. I thought, no disrespect to either one of them, especially Naomi having just came back. But I thought their interaction there was was really sloppy. I didn't like some of the spots they did. So I thought that was, it was a little rocky starting off. And then in came Tiffany Stratton. Um, I, I'm not sure why the, the huge, Kurt, you said you're not sure why the why the push for Liv Morgan. Um, I'm not sure why the, the heavy push for Tiffany Stratton. Now, to be perfectly honest, I haven't watched a whole lot of NXT, so I don't know the hype behind her. Um, but anyway, Becky Lynch ends up uh, winning the match, and um, so she'll be facing, um, damn it, man, who's she facing? Rhea Ripley. Yeah, Rhea, that's right. <laughs> I drew a blank there for some reason. I don't know why. So, And, I, and I'm not interested in seeing a Rhea Ripley-Becky Lynch match. Um, I'm just not. Sorry. Um, I, I didn't think the women's elimination chamber – was very good. Um, wasn't horrible, but I didn't think it was very good either, in my opinion. Kurt, what did you think about the ladies' uh, elimination chamber? I didn't think it was good at all. I didn't like who won the match at all. I don't want to see Becky and um, 
Rhea Ripley. The champion. Rhea Ripley. I don't see that one bit. It, the picture gave it an A. I would give it a D. It wasn't good. <laughs> okay. Okay. I won. And the the eliminations went. Uh, Naomi was eliminated by Tiffany Stratton. Uh, Tiffany Stratton was eliminated by Liv Morgan. Raquel Rodriguez was eliminated by Bianca Belair. Bianca Belair was eliminated by Liv Morgan. And Liv Morgan uh, was eliminated by Becky Lynch. And I would have thought, if anything, it would have come down to Bianca Belair and Becky Lynch. Or Raquel Rodriguez. Um, Hill Club, what did you think about the the ladies' uh, elimination chamber match? It was entertaining. I liked it. Um, like you said, a big crowd cheer and push and everything for Tiffany and everything. And she dove off the top of the cell. And there was a lot of diving off the cells and everything in this match, which is something that maybe the fans didn't think of seeing the women do that. But I've noticed now this is the second pay-per-view straight that Liv Morgan has come so close to winning and now you start to wonder maybe maybe they're going to try to do a little heel turn maybe for Liv Morgan I see coming because she was the last one to be eliminated for the Rumble. She was the last one to be a winner, eliminated and lost in the Elimination Chamber match. Maybe she's going to get sick and tired of losing and start being on towards the heel side. Yeah, me and me and Kurt uh, were talking about that on the pre-show. That being Liv Morgan and the push they've given her, um, it's it's no shot at Liv Morgan. I just don't understand the push. Um, I, I don't know, uh, but Becky Lynch wins. Um, kind of, I, I hate to say it, but kind of, jail. Eh, you know. So yeah. also last night. Uh, Hill Club hit me up and asked me about uh, what was going on with Raquel Rodriguez's eye. And I was kind of wondering the same thing. And um, good friend of the show, uh, Adam Vance, shout out to Adam. Uh, I'll be him uh, on March 9th uh, at a wrestling event I'm going to. Um, nice. But he sent me a, uh, uh article that revealed that uh, she had a MCAS flare-up. Now, MCAS stands for Mast Cell Activation Syndrome. And it's, it's why she's been out for a while. Now, I didn't, um, I didn't look up what exactly that is, but you could tell that, at least by her eye, uh, it was swollen. So I hope, uh, I hope that's nothing serious. I hope she's all right. And uh, that she'll be able to continue on without without very much of an interruption in her career. Um, I would have liked to see her, although I picked Becky Lynch in the uh, in the predictions because I just thought that's where it was going. I would have preferred to see either Bianca Belair, Belair or Raquel Rodriguez. Kurt, who would you have liked to see win the, the Elimination Chamber? Oh, he must have stepped away for a minute. Sorry about that. No, no, I'm, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. To... Okay. Yeah, Hill Club. Um, I'm, I'm yeah, excuse me for one second, Kurt. Here, Hill Club, um, you're either going to have to mute your mic when you're not talking or sort something out because the the 
noise that we're getting is interrupting the show. Hold on. Let me try to sign off and put back in. Okay. All right. Go ahead, Kurt. I'm sorry about that. Um, who would you have liked I, to see I, win? I would like to see Be- I mean, um, Bianca win. But I would like to see Bianca and uh, Naya. I'm, I'm not Bianca, but Bianca and uh, Rhea. Um... Yes, I would have been much more interested in that matchup than Becky Lynch. Yeah, I, I, I didn't want I'm like, Becky, we've seen this before. Yeah, yeah. We've seen yeah. this before. I didn't, I didn't want to see that at all. Yeah, and I, what I, what I don't understand is, like. But, and the thing about it is, even if you didn't do Becky, because this is what I said last week, I mean, Bianca, if you don't Bianca, put um, Raquel in there. Raquel and um, Rhea. Uh, yeah, I would have loved to see that. Oh, yeah. I've, they, I've, they, been, <laughs> I've been they, waiting on that match. Yeah, they've never had a match uh, for the title. Yeah, it, That's why I was like, yeah. you don't put be Bianca in there, put put um, Raquel in there and let them go. But don't. Yeah, I agree. Bianca, I'm like, I don't, we don't want to see that again. Yeah, I. And I guess what I was trying to say when I couldn't get anything out, I like, I don't see the push behind Becky right now. Um, no, at she, all. She no. had her moment. It was, it was un- unfortunately for her, it was interrupted by, uh, by childbirth. And, and of course, I'm not getting mad at anybody for that. But since she's come back, it just has not been the same. I'm sorry. And I don't want to say unfortunately because having kids is a blessing. So we don't want to say unfortunate, but it's just after the child, it, her run has been lackluster. Yes, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Right. Like less. Now, Hill Club, who would you have liked to see uh, of the ladies that were in the elimination chamber? Who would you have liked to see uh, win it? Raquel, not Becky. Becky's like you guys said, she's had a moment. Raquel has not had a big time moment yet. So. You give her a push here and there. You're giving her pushes of tag titles, tag titles, tag titles. Give her a big shot for the main event title. I agree. I agree. And I, think, I agree. I, I think that if you're not going to give it to Raquel, then get the title back on Bianca. Because, or, or at least give us that match between Bianca and Rhea. Um, I don't think, right now, I don't think they should take that belt off of Rhea Ripley. Um, no, 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 no. She's getting no. too much of a pop. No, not at all. You can't take it off her right yeah, now. She, no. um, she's hot as fire right now, and um, the fans love her. Yeah, we'll 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 have more on that match later on. Now, let's go to the next match, which was um, the uh, undisputed tag team championship match, the Judgment Day, uh, consisting of Damian Priest and Finn Balor against New Catch Republic, which, <clears throat> excuse me, which is Tyler Bate and Pete Dunne. Um, the match wasn't bad. Um, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I can remember the comment you left on there <laughs> for that match. It, it wasn't bad. Um, Dom, again, when he tried to introduce Damien and Ben, got the hell beat out of himself. Um which is is great to see it means he's doing a good job at being a, a an annoying ass heel. 
Uh, but I'm I'm ready to see Damian Priest cash in. I'm I'm kind of tired of seeing him defend the tag team titles. Um, um, I thought the I thought the match was okay. Um, nothing really to write home about. I would have gave it a C. Um, Bleacher Report gave it a B plus. Uh, Hill Club, what was your what was your thoughts on this match, and what grade would you have given it? Yeah. <clears throat> I probably would have given it a, maybe like a C minus. It really wasn't, you know, something I ex- expected the Judgment Day to lose because Dunn and Bate just started forming as a tag team again. And do you really think that this, this new team's going to come along? Oh, yeah, they're going to beat the Judgment Day. Who's been red hot? No. And like you said, Priest should be cashing in some point soon. I mean, is it about time? Yeah, because, uh, I mean, we're coming up on WrestleMania. Um, now, he could cash it in at WrestleMania. That is the next pay-per-view, so maybe we'll see him cash in then on... I, I don't see him doing it in the Reigns match, um, but I, I can definitely I can see definitely. it in the match with Drew McIntyre and Seth Rollins. Um, so, but what about you, uh, Kurt? What do you think about this tag team match, and what grade would you give it? It wasn't bad. I give it a C. Uh, but I, I, I like how they're waiting for Damien to cash in. And and I can't see him catching in on the winner of Seth Rollins and McIntyre. He definitely won't cash in on Cody or uh, Roman. But I definitely can see him cashing in on that. But he, just, just wait it out. I love to draw it out as long as you can. Okay. I mean, I, I, yeah, I get that. I guess, I don't know. I, I would just, I'm just waiting. I, I'm ready to see it, I guess. But I did, so, so let, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. So, which, who do you, do, do you think he would be a deserving champion over Seth or Roman right now? If mm. he asked you. Good oh, question. Seth, Seth um, in my opinion, you, you, I, look, people can play. I don't even like Seth. I don't like Seth at all, but just to be honest, so let's, I want your honest opinion right now because I'm not a Seth fan at all. Mm-hmm. But do you think him cashing over Seth would be a deserving champion right now at this moment? I I think so. I mean, if if you're asking me Seth or Roman, yeah, I definitely think. No, that- no, no. I know not Roman, but I'm just saying Seth. Seth versus Damian. Do you think Damian would be a bigger a, a bigger name as champion than Seth right now? Uh, okay, I, I see your question now. Sorry about that. Um, as much as it pains me to say it, no. It, and and that's, not because, that's not because I don't like Seth or I think uh, badly of Seth. I don't, I don't like Seth at all, but that's, that's my that's, that's problem. <laughs> it's just that right now, <laughs> it's just that right now, Damien Priest is, for lack of a better way to say it, just flat right now. And, and, and I, don't, yeah. I don't think that's his fault. But and that's the whole reason to not to not to cash him in, because I think they know he's flat. Me and you know he's flat. If so if we know he's flat, they know he's flat. So just wait, wait until we it's the right moment. Then we'll cash him in. Yeah. Or then even we'll our truth him. is getting better yeah. raising him. Because right now it wouldn't be, it'd be like a a plate full of fists right now. Like Jim Fournette was saying. Yeah. You're, I mean, you're right. When you when you put it in 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 that context, you're absolutely right. Um, so, I yield my stance on that. 
Um, now, before we get to the next match, they gave us the greatest segment ever of the Grayson Waller show, and I'm saying that full of sarcasm. Oh, right. Um, because I I hate these things in a on a on a pay per view, or as Kurt reminded me, a ple. <laughs> because I mean, all right, we already have commercials on on the pay per view. Now we're dealing with the talk show segments. All we're seeing yep. now is a trumped up version of Monday Night Raw on a grander scale. Yeah. And if you could have mm. you could have done that that Grayson Waller segment tomorrow night on Raw. There was no need to have it on this show. Totally agree. No but you gotta remember right, right now. Waste the time. You gotta remember, but no, remember. It's a premium live event, so they get paid for <laughs> segments. You're, I mean, mm. yeah. That's money. So, so this, so I, I learned something about a month ago. Just listening to Conrad and Jeff Jarrett on how WWE does business now. They don't make any money off really off pay per views right now. It's it's based off the premium live event. The pay per view is if that's like just icing on the cake. Because that's not the market that they do right now for pay per view. It's all about the premium live event on what they can do on Peacock. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. Now let me ask this: um, being that we were talking about premium live events, how they're doing business now, um, with the network going away, do you think they go back to pay per views, or do you think they're going to still air them for free on uh, on Netflix? That's a good question. That That is a very Ooh. good question. I, I didn't think of that either. That's a very good question because what they what they talked about last week is like Conrad and um, Jeff was like, okay, people don't think that people watch the libraries of all wrestling, which everybody disagree. And they were like, mm-hmm. what do you think about just outsourcing it to a third party and let them manage it and get money from them? And I said, that's what I would do. I wouldn't just not air it. I'll have another option. Because you, you're not losing money either way it goes. Yeah. Yeah. So if you want to charge like the WWE Network was doing nine nine in the month to watch the library of all the wrestling that you bought, then do it. I agree. What do you like? Yeah. So you have you got you got your money from Netflix already. You have another stream of income by the library on the, the network. It, it's a win-win. So why not do it? I I don't disagree, and it's it's hard to mark. Hard to mark. Hard to make an argument against that. That's, that just seems like the sensible thing to do. Um, I mean, I hope because oh, I don't want to go to YouTube. I, I hope they do it because I don't want to go to YouTube all the time and not find everything that I'm looking for. Right. Right. Yeah, you, and you don't find it in in uh, totality. You find just clips. Of just clips. Exactly. Um, that's what. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but it it'll be interesting to see, man. Uh, Mike Wise, welcome to the show. Thank you. Um, it'll be interesting to see. I I, I mean, they're owned by uh, by Endeavor. Endeavor owns US UFC. UFC still does good numbers on paper. So it. Maybe it's not a, a rogue thought to think maybe they'll go back to doing traditional pay-per-views. Um, 
who knows, man? We'll see. We'll see. I guess we'll find all that out mm-hmm. once the move actually happens. But yeah. as far as the Grayson Waller effect went um, as a whole. This suck. Well, yeah. yeah so <laughs> Thank I you. That, I was going to say it. <laughs> I, there's a few things I took out of that. Um, what I take out of it is that they have completely ruined Austin Theory. Um, <laughs> the guy, in my opinion, was on an upward tra- trajectory with the uh, the U.S. title. Uh, Gunther won that from him. And then, no, Gunther's got that IC no. strap. Sorry. Yeah, wrong belt. <laughs> um, yeah. But, uh, you know, we never saw a series of of matches to to try to get that belt uh, back. And now they've got him paired up with Grayson Waller. And you went from a guy that was right there near being a, a main eventer to now being absolutely a mid-carder just by association with Grayson Waller, in my opinion. Then also, uh, out of that, you saw... Cody challenged The Rock, which I I don't think anybody didn't think that was coming. No, no, absolutely now, not. Something that's interesting to me is the way that Seth is playing buddy-buddy with Cody right now. Yeah, you noticed it too, right? Yeah. Now, I realize the enemy of my enemy is my friend, but we also know that there's real life, or at least was, real life heat between... Cody and Seth. So I think at some point, mm-hmm. Seth screws him over somehow. That's where I get the feeling, too. The way how you've seen his reaction a couple of times in the that segment, I was like, oh, I can tell right off the bat, he did not like that. He had a face like shock when Cody was making that challenge to the rock. Like, what the but, hell? But, man? But the, but this is the beauty behind all of it. If he does it, that, that's just more of another storyline that we have that is wonderful. So I, I love agree. Uh-huh. And that's why I say the 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 take that's one of the takeaways I got from from the Grayson Waller effect. It's the only positive it. effect I got. But I do I do want to say something because I really want to ask you this, Ryan. Did we did we ever think Austin Theory was a a, a top legit contender for a title? No, title? I did. Yes. I could see him. You really? Oh. I I can't see, him see. I can see him being a transition champion, not for Roman's belt, but with the with the belt that Seth carries. I can see him being a transition champion, never or or at least being in that mix at some point. But now I think he needs Vince McMahon in this corner. <laughs> that's what he had. That's probably that what he had. because of Vince. That, that I never saw that. Even when Vince was pushing him. I'm like, I asked you, I'm like, why is Vince pushing this guy? Yeah. <laughs> now that, yeah, it did seem to come out of nowhere. Yeah, like, what, what's going on? Now, I never saw that. Never. Yeah. I, now, it, but now you have um, Cody's there. CM Punk is back. Yes, he's injured, but he's back. Um, Drew has now been uh, elevated to uh, main event status, although he's kind of always been there. So now he's just got so many people in front of him. Uh, the Rock yeah. is back, so I mean, you just got so many people in front of him now that it's going to be almost impossible to make that push through. So that I'm just so. tired of seeing them push McIntyre. I don't have nothing against the guy, but I'm just I'm just like, God damn it, man! It's, it, well, I mean, his like, contract's almost up, you know, after Mania. Let, let it be up and just leave. Yeah. <laughs> Here, here's the thing I'll say about Drew. I didn't 
we'll, and we'll get into the men's elimination chamber. Well, I'll save my comment for when we talk about the men's elimination chamber, which we're about to do now. That All was right. the next match up on the card. And this match was, match was Drew McIntyre, L.A. Knight, Kevin Owens, Bobby Lashley, Randy Orton, and Paul Logan. Or Paul Logan. Logan Paul. Wow. <laughs> wait a minute. Oh, man. I had a moment there. Um, but uh, Drew and L.A. Knight uh, started the Elimination Chamber out, which I thought was an interesting start. I wouldn't have thought that L.A. Knight uh, would have been your first person. But uh, McIntyre eliminated Bobby Lashley. Um, I, I thought that was kind of shitty that Bobby Lashley got the uh, eliminated first. I'm like, yeah. Kurt, who in the hell did Lashley piss off? Um, then McIntyre eliminated L.A. Knight. Um, we'll get to that in just a second. Uh, Orton eliminated Kevin Owens. Orton eliminated Logan Paul or Paul Logan. Thank God. You want to call him. Um, <laughs> And then McIntyre eliminated Randy Orton. Um, so Drew McIntyre was the winner of the men's elimination chamber match. He will go to WrestleMania. How did, how did McIntyre eliminate Randy Orton? Let's don't forget about how how that happened. Well, we're yeah, yeah we're gonna get thank you. In just a second. Um, but he'll be going on to face uh, Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. Bleacher Report gave this bullshit an A minus. Oh Hell no. Hell no, not even close. So, Hell no. Let's let's go let's go through these eliminations and and kind of talk them out one by one. McIntyre eliminated Lashley. Um, like I just said, Kurt Kurt said in the in the group chat that Kurt and Brandon and I have, um, you know, who did did uh, did Lashley and the Street Profits piss off? Uh, because it seems like they lose every time they're in the ring. So I'm I'm not sure what the point was of putting them together if you're not going to build them up. So, um, Kurt, what did you think of McIntyre eliminating Lashley? Bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> I'm right there with you. Uh, what about you, Hillcourt? That was messed up. I mean, I didn't think Drew McIntyre would have beaten, eliminated Bobby. No way. Bobby was one of the heavy favorites. All right, then we had McIntyre eliminating L.A. Knight, and there's an asterisk beside that because he had it. Yeah, we all know. <laughs> A.J. interfered, A.J. Styles, that is, and beat the living hell out of L.A. Knight with a chair, then gave him the Styles clash on the chair, which I thought was going to be kind of ugly because the, the back of that chair was sticking up, and I, did, I was afraid that L.A. Knight was going to hit that and get cut or something. But... um. We were then informed that in all the years that we've seen Elimination Chamber, with the exception of last year, apparently Elimination Chamber is no disqualification. Anything goes. It hey, is? Matt, listen. It is? I, Wait a minute. Right. When I, when I heard that, I was sitting on, I was laying in the bed and I hollered. I almost woke my kids up. Because I was like, out of all the years, you just don't going to announce this now. Right. Because you, know, you know everybody watching this bullshit is going, why is this happening? I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, really? I just hopped. Yeah, now yeah, I, they, they, they never mentioned that, though, on the side of the match, did they? Now, I know last year that Logan Paul attacked, uh, who did he attack last year? Was it 
Was it Montez Ford? No, Logan Falk. He attacks. Yes, Seth Rollins. Yep. And, and we can write that up as a one-off. You know what I mean? But this year, and we're going to get to that in a second too, but this year they went the extra step and go, and it's no disqualification. The referee can't do anything. The whole point of the fucking cage is to keep people out. Oh, God. Anyway. Well, don't forget too, remember uh, one year when Taker was in the Elimination Chamber against Jericho when it was for the world title. Michaels came out of nowhere and attacked the Undertaker and, and lo and behold, Jericho won. But I don't recall it. Uh, I don't want to make excuses, but that could be that could be a one-off. This happened yeah. multiple times. I know. I know. I mean, uh, and we'll, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, then Orton eliminated uh, Kevin Owens, I didn't think Kevin Owens was going to win. Um, I, I, to be perfectly honest, when I looked at the lineup for the men's elimination chamber, it was underwhelming. Um, I'll be perfectly honest. That's what I thought. So uh, nothing really spectacular there with Orton eliminating Owens. And Randy Orton, elim- well, do either one of you guys have anything to say about Orton eliminating Owens? No. Okay. All right. So... Then Orton eliminates Logan Paul. Um, and here's another instance of where we're, you know, just now finding out that supposedly this is a no disqualification match. If that's the case, why did Logan feel the need to hide those brass knuckles? So eh, Logan Paul breaks out the brass knuckles. He didn't get to use them, but Orton eliminates him. You know, the whole... Logan Paul brass knuckles oh. thing, it worked. The, well, it didn't even work the first time because the dude screwed it up. Yep. <laughs> but it's, it's getting old quick. Um, Hill Club, what was your opinion on, on this? Orton eliminating uh, Paul, but Paul breaking out the uh, brass knuckles. I was laughing my ass off. Thank God that somebody eliminated this jackass this clown because if he was going to be in the final two i'd be like oh no please no but you know now i when i saw him eliminated i was like good finally let the final two be orton and mcintyre to have a great ending all right so that uh that left mcintyre and randy orton and came down to it randy was randy did a if it wasn't legitimate and i hope that it's not given the circumstances of him uh, being out before uh, if it wasn't legit randy orton did a great job of selling his back the entire match yeah mm-hmm. i need i need every fucking wrestler in AEW to watch randy orton in the elimination chamber that's how you Take say it down <laughs> um but anyway um even within Within that match itself and him selling, uh, he got the better of Drew McIntyre and hit him with the RKO. For whatever reason, he paused, turned around, only to be hit by Logan Paul with the brass knuckles. Again, remember, ladies and gentlemen, this is no disqualification. Yeah, thanks for telling us at the last minute. (laughs) Lazy booking. Um, Yep, thank you. So... uh, Jake, uh, Jake Paul. God damn, I can't get their name right to save my life. <laughs> Logan Paul knocks Randy Orton out. Uh, Drew McIntyre drapes his arm 
over Orton gets the uh, gets the one two three, and it's going to be Drew facing Seth at WrestleMania. Um, Kurt, what did you think about this screwball finish? I thought it was bullshit. Didn't like it at all. Not one fucking bit. Not one. There's nothing further I can add to that. Um, Hill Club, what about you? What did you think about the men's elimination match, uh, elimination chamber match as a whole? As Peter Griffin did in Family Guy and the movie theater? Done. Done. <laughs> I, I think this, this in, in my memory, this was the worst men's elimination chamber match I think I've seen. Um, I agree. I totally, mm-hmm. totally agree. I, I just think the the interference was just it was too much for them to try to turn it into um, no disqualification. Then why don't the guys have weapons in in the ring? Please don't WWE. Please don't take that as a suggestion. Please don't do that. But <laughs> you know they they didn't break the rules while they were in there. But then all of a sudden, AJ comes in and, oh, ladies and gentlemen, it's no disqualification. Since when? Hey, man, yeah. I am I am not looking forward to WrestleMania at all. There's only one match I want to see at WrestleMania, yeah, and that's it. We're going to talk about that once we finish up because we're, we're coming up on the last match here, uh, which was the main event that I forgot about um, and the one that Kurt didn't think was the main event. <laughs> That's not an indictment of the ladies involved. That's an indictment of no, my I, memory. I love the women. Love the women. Yeah. Man, yes. They, they do a lot of more ma- good matches than the men lately, so I, hey. I love the women. Love them. I just didn't know that was the uh, main event, but I love the women. Love so, them. the main event was Rhea Ripley taking on Nia Jax. Nia Jax is trying to win the uh, the title from Rhea. Rhea is defending in her home country, Australia. She got a big pop coming out. Um, she looked great. She's she's a great champion. She's a great wrestler. In terms of women's wrestling, um, shit, no, I'll take that a step further. Um, I think in professional wrestling right now, she is in the top three best wrestlers in professional wrestling right now. Um and I, I want anybody to try to change my mind on that. So um, Ripley taking on Nia Jax. Rhea Ripley gets the win. Uh, Bleacher Report gave this an A minus. I would have given it an A to A plus. Um, I think this was the best match on the card. Um, here's some praise that probably won't be popular with some people, but. I think Nia Jax actually looks good in this match. Um, now, is that a testament to how well Rhea Ripley is or, or how good Rhea Ripley is in making someone look good? I don't know. But uh, Nia Jax, the, the only thing that made me cringe last night is when they did the second rope Samoan drop. Yeah. Um, that made me cringe mm. like hell. Um, what I also loved is is the Brock when uh, when Nia Jax put Rhea Ripley in the Brock Lock, and uh, if you know, you know. Um, <laughs> that's all I'll say about that. Um, <laughs> Buddy Matthews is my hero. And, yeah, that's another post. <laughs> so, but uh, 
Kurt, what did you think about this match? Um, I thought it was okay. I, like I said, I thought Nia Jax did well. Rhea did what Rhea does. Rhea, Rhea looks good every time. But what did you think about the match? And what grade I did thought you it was okay. I thought it was okay. But what I, what I want the women to stop, I want everybody to stop. If you know you can't pick the woman up clean, don't do it. I thought that was the only bad spot in the match to where she picked her up and, like, side-slammed her. If you know you can't get her up clean, don't do it because yeah. it looked bad. It looks really, really bad. Agreed. Agreed. But other than that, I thought the match was good. I'll, I'll give it a, a B plus, B minus. Okay. I wouldn't give it an A. I won't, definitely won't give it an A, but I need, to, I need all women, men, if you can't pick them up clean, don't do it at all. Because it looks yes. bad. Yeah. I agree. And what did you think about the match, Hill Club? It was a good match. I liked it. Um, obviously, maybe not as a high rate grade for it. But, you know, like you said, actually, Nia actually looked like it was a pretty good match for her. Comparing to her other previous matches that, you know, how she could be dangerous in that ring. And how many women have gotten hurt because of her. But, you know, she didn't do such a bad job getting her ass kicked. But, hey, you know, it, it proves that she can actually work with other people. And maybe this could be a lesson for her in down the road and saying, hey, I had a good performance this night. Maybe I should keep doing this and not being so, you know, overconfident or anything like that. And worrying about am I doing this right or if I'm hitting the person with the right motion. Now, um, and, and, and I thought Rhea was being a good sport about this. Um, somebody on social media took, a, I guess, a, a still shot of when uh, Nia Jax had her in the Brock Lock and said that the WWE cameraman definitely understood the assignment last night. Rhea, Rhea Ripley, I think it was a tweet, retweeted that and said, you're welcome. Um <laughs> So I thought you were being a good sport about that because, you know, as, as a man, I don't want to seem like I'm dogging women out or nothing like that, but I like what I, what I like. And I, I saw what I liked and I have to agree that the, the cameraman definitely understood the assignment last night in that match. Um, and I just thought that was, that was something different that I haven't seen real aware before. Um, so yeah, I shout out to Rhea Ripley. Yeah. Um <laughs> so that <laughs> that was Elimination Chamber um for 2024 in my opinion. A little underwhelming um considering some of the things they've got going on right now. Um now I know most of those things are going to come to a head at WrestleMania, but um I just think the show was a little underwhelming. Whoever just liked the show, thank you for that. Um Overall, I think I would give the show probably a, a flat C. Um, there was mm. nothing. Um, there was mm. nothing that was absolutely that was absolutely horrible. Horrible. I'm getting a bad. I'm getting echo. a bad echo. So, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. but I don't. I don't know that there was anything absolutely horrible except the. The announcers trying to convince us that Elimination Chamber has always been or is now uh, no disqualification. Um, Kurt, what would you give the event <laughs> overall? I, and I'm laughing at the fact that you said you almost came up out of the bed on that. 
Yeah. Um, I'll give it, I'm not going to give it a D. I'll give it a C. I'll give it a C. It wasn't the best elimination chamber I've seen, so I'll give it a C. Okay. But I was not happy at all. So uh, what about you, Hill Club? What would you give the show overall? Uh, I would give it a C as well because, you know, some of the matches were predictable. You know, not really. You know, I'm not really enthusiastic about the Elimination Chambers match winners because, yeah, we've seen it already. Do we really want to see it again in a Mania match? No. But who else are you going to put in? That was, uh, and that was WWE's first time having an elimination chamber in Australia. I think first time having it outside the U.S. That the crowd came, looked great. That's the crowd was, looked exactly great. Exactly what I was just about the crowd, to say. The crowd looked great. Absolutely. I wonder how many Americans were, woke up around four o'clock or in the morning just to watch the pay per view. Well, I know, I know, I know. It's two of them on this phone right now. Yes, sir. <laughs> Yes, sir. And then my dad asked you me. You two made it. I didn't. I was still, I knocked out early. My dad asked me, uh, was I crazy? And then another friend told me that I was dedicated. I'm like, yeah, I could have watched the replay, but I want to see it as it happens. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, shouts out to Australia. Great crowd. That The stadium itself looked good. Um, but that crowd looked good. There were over 52,000 people there. Uh, in Perth, Australia last night, and I saw some negative-ass person on social media. Imagine that, negative people on social media. My God, so really? Um, but I saw some negative-ass on, on social medias, you know, try to point out that WWE also had empty seats in the arena. Um, I just, this is just a personal opinion of mine. To the person that, that said that or to any fan who's who's saying that, there's a big difference in having empty seats and you only have an announced crowd of 2,000 people and some empty seats when you have 52,000 people. Big difference. Yeah, go to, go to AEW and see what it's like. <laughs> big difference. So now we are officially on uh, our way to Philadelphia for WrestleMania 40. And Kurt just shared that that he was not looking forward to WrestleMania at all. Um, I somewhat share that sentiment. Um, I do like that at Elimination Chamber, WWE set up some feuds. I don't like how they went about it, but but they you you clearly know who's going to face who, oh, for the most mm-hmm. part at WrestleMania. So. Let me see. I pulled it up here, and thus far, uh, the announced card is Roman Reigns taking on Cody Rhodes, uh, Seth Rollins taking on Drew McIntyre, Rhea Ripley taking on Becky Lynch, Io Sky taking on Bailey. Of course, we all knew about those, but last night, um, in particular with the men's elimination chamber, we saw what will most likely be a match between uh, LA Knight and AJ Styles at WrestleMania. And it looks like it's going to be Randy Orton and uh, Logan Paul at WrestleMania. Um, I didn't see anything in the women's Royal Rumble that made me think of anything coming out of that match. Did either one of you peek anything or peep anything from uh, from the women's Rumble that might give you an idea of who's facing who at WrestleMania? You mean no. the women's elimination chamber? Yeah, what did no. I say? 
Rumble. Oh, sorry. Yes, elimination. Your paper view behind. I didn't see anything either. Yeah, I didn't see nothing come out. Yeah, I think it's going to be lined up the way it go. Becky against Rhea, and that's going to be it. Yeah. That's, yeah. Un- that's unfortunate because I, I – I, like – Unless that they have something with the Kabuki Warriors with their tag titles, yeah, too. I don't, I don't, I don't know. see that happening. No, I think it's going to mm. be Becky and Rhea, which is underwhelming. So Agreed. Hopefully yeah. something changes between now and WrestleMania. Yeah. Because yeah. I think, like, Bianca Belair is is still hot. Like, she's over. So why is she not in that spot? Right, man. So I'm hoping let's keep our fingers crossed. Something's changing before now WrestleMania. Because I don't want to see that. No, and you know, I think there will be another matchup added on as a couple weeks to come and everything. Like, the Usos, Jimmy and Jay. There's a storyline going on with them. Yeah, but I, I, hate, I hate what... How many times I, have we seen... Jay come out uh, so close to winning a title, and then Jimmy comes out of yeah. it nowhere. But I hate how WrestleMania is doing Usos. I hate the whole storyline. It sucks. I hate how they're doing them. I don't, I don't like them how they're singles either. I hate. I don't them. like it how they separated them. I, I'm fine with them being separated, but they didn't follow up on it. No, I just hate it. It is this suck how they doing it. It's just fucking terrible. There should have been a long going feud between Jimmy and Jay. Um, Jimmy. And stop making Jay look like a damn comedian. Thank you. Thank you. Just stop it. So I'm looking at Bleacher Report, and they've got uh, they got some things listed. I forgot that we also have the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal to look forward to. And they need to cancel that. Yeah. Cut that I, shit I out. Stop it. Cancel uh, it and stop it. Uh, let's see. They've got... Uh, I guess these are proposed matches for WrestleMania. I don't know, but they've got Judgment Day versus Awesome Truth. Um, no. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and will that be for tag belts and everything? Is that where Damon and uh, Finn will lose against The Miz and Truth? I really want to see Awesome Truth become tag champions again. We'll see, man. I, I don't know, but my... My system is about to shut down. I don't know what happened, but it keeps saying low battery. Okay. Well, we'll go. I'll go through this real quick then, and we'll we'll wrap up the show. Um, mm. As I said, AJ Styles taking on LA Knight, and they've got here they're listing Kevin Owens versus Logan Paul, and then they've got in parentheses possibly Randy Orton. Um, I I don't want to see a uh, a, a three way match. Uh, Legato del Fantasma versus Andrade and the LWO. No. No. Uh, no. Jay Uso versus no. Jimmy Uso, but you haven't built it, which is stupid to me. Yeah. Uh, Gunther versus Sheamus? Yeah, that's why I heard rumors about Sheamus coming back in time for Mania because who else are you going to put with Gunther? They were supposed to put Brock with them, so who else do you think was going to be in it? Against Not Sheamus. I think Not I think Sheamus. put Chad Gable back in there with him. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah. God. You yeah. wanna you wanna see Chad Gable take the belt off of Gunther? No, I don't yes. think anybody's taking the belt off of Gunther right now. I would I would love to see that. Yes, yeah. I want to see it. Yeah. Because yes, it would I be unexpected. You're right. I think that would be a great unexpected move. Absolutely. At yeah. some point you've got to, Gunther Gunther right now is is firing on all cylinders. Yeah. Like so you've got He's to elevate future, him at some point. 
Yeah, he's a future world champion, so they got to do something. Either keep the belt and go for the title or take the IC title off of him, the longest reigning champion there, and go for the world title. Yeah. So we'll see we'll see what's going to happen between uh tomorrow night and uh we need to talk with Nick B Nick B liked the show. Okay. Yeah, Nick Nick B is a good wrestling fan too. Um, <laughs> but uh we'll see what happens tomorrow night. The uh the the Raw after pay-per-views is normally a pretty big night, although they have disappointed us in the past with this. Um mm-hmm. so we'll see what happens and we'll see what happens with the build to WrestleMania. I'm like Kurt. Um, uh, I'm not really buzzing for WrestleMania right now. Yeah. Um, I mean, like my, like you said, your, what matches that you're waiting to see, or that you want to see at WrestleMania? What hmm. match do we all want to see? Okay, that's that's the one I thought you were talking about, <laughs> but I wanted to make sure. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, right now, that's the only thing that really has my interest peaked. The only thing. The um, only thing. Yeah. I, I want to see Rio. I just don't want to see her versus Becky Lynch. No, I don't want to see that. Same. Eh, eh, we'll see what happens. Um, but we're going to go ahead and wrap the show up right now. Um, Hill Club, I want to thank you for joining Kurt and I. Uh, thank you, commentary. sir. Thank you, sir. Hey, anytime, guys. Anytime. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we will be back next week, uh, next Sunday at 7.05. Hopefully, Brandon will be able to join us next week. And uh, not really sure what we'll be talking about yet, but uh, I'm sure there will there will be plenty to talk about, uh, especially as we start to get closer and closer, closer and closer, if I could talk, to WrestleMania 40 in Philadelphia. And um, uh, Kurt, you got anything to say to anybody or everybody before we get out of here? Y'all have a good week. Be safe. Stay Absolutely. blessed. Absolutely. Yes. Hill Club, what about you? Uh, everybody, enjoy the next week because there will be news. There will be something shaking everything up. And who knows? Maybe there will be a crack in between to see what happens for Mania. But, guys, thank you for letting me come up behind here. I appreciate you 100%, and I will be back next week. Hey, no problem, man. Thank you. Um, Yeah, I'm I'm hoping that there is some significant build on, on some of these matches that they're talking about or possibilities, if these are actually going to be the matches between now and WrestleMania. Um, I think personally, I think it's a mistake to get this close to WrestleMania and try to be building so many feuds, um, even though it's only like three that they're building, I think. Uh, outside and of plus, the they haven't even announced any Hall of Famers yet. Huh? Say what? They haven't even announced any Hall of Famers yet, too. That's right. That's right. They haven't. Um, but, uh, but yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, who knows? Maybe they could turn the ship around and, and actually get us interested. Like last year, we were all definitely vested in WrestleMania 39. Um, mm-hmm. This year, not so much. <laughs> no. Nope. So uh, echoing what Hill Club and Kurt have said, I want to wish you guys uh, a great rest of your Sunday evening. I uh, hope you have a great week this upcoming week. Stay safe. And I used to I, I used to end my, my previous podcast by saying this. Find somebody you don't know this week. Complete stranger and just do something nice for them. Whether it be paying you know for a meal, paying for the gas, holding the door open, any little thing. Because yep. this world is kind of fucked up right now and we need some niceness in it. 
So, I agree. Um, until next week, everybody, Kurt, would you send us out, please? Peace. Later, y'all. Peace.